Hello, and welcome to another episode of the We Don't Wanna Podcast. This is the show where two certified dipshits make uncertified takes on your favorite series. We're your hosts, I am Scott, and joining me as always... Titles, titles, you know the damn words. It's Zachary Attackery! Yo, 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 yo. How are you this doing my, today, pal? I'm good. This is my different persona. Yes, uh, obviously, uh, as you can very easily tell, we are recording this on a completely different night than uh, last week's episode because I'm wearing a hat and Zach is wearing sunglasses, so... And also, his hat's sideways. my hat's different. Oh, there's no way possibly that these could be on the same night. How dare you think we would do that? How dare you? It was not uh, a ruse. It, it's definitely some sort of ruse. Uh, we are back talking Game of Thrones Episode 7. You win or you die. Uh, Pretty sure boy, 50 Cent said that. <laughs> Pretty sure 50 Cent definitely said that. <laughs> Uh, 50 said direct quote. This is a doozy of an episode, Zach. I kind of have a feeling this one might take us a while. You better strap in, strap on, whichever. Strap me on, daddy. You are inclined to do because boy, does a lot happen. And boy, do I have some things to say about this episode as well. All right. I'll get serious. Get serious with me, baby. Strap me on, daddy. And get serious with me, baby. Oh, boy. Yeah. Went into that beautiful sunlight. Went into your asshole. <clears throat> it's squinting back at you. Don't worry. <laughs> you gonna make your asshole wink back at me? I always. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, no. For sure. Hey, how you doing, man? Uh, I'm good. You know, how are you? Do- are you doing any different? Than- it's so fucking hot in this in this office. I can tell you that right now. Uh, not having a good time with, you know, being in here for like the second straight hour. Straight up, not having a good time. You're not straight having a good time a doing good time. the podcast, pal. No, I am having a good time. It's just uh, my eat glands. That's a thing. Are not having a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, look it up. Check the size. You want me to go uh, Check take date. care of your glands? Cut that. Yeah, no, cut that. Cut that. <laughs> uh, how are you doing? Um, As opposed I'm to good. when I asked you not an hour ago. You know, um, a lot's changed over the past so much. week. You're so convincing. Uh, Got a yeah. different yellow shirt different one it's definitely not just turned inside i can see the scenes <laughs> can you really <laughs> we are such idiots um yeah. do you have anything else you you need to dude there's to so the much world? to talk about with this episode let's so just do much. the goddamn we should, thing we need to do it give uh, the people what they want i am going to jump in here normally we like to give people the quick what was it the quick and dirty or the fast and the hard or all of the above uh, can I take two of each, please? Two of each. You're going to take four <laughs> of each, please, because this is probably our longest recap yet because, uh, spoiler alert, uh, there's a lot that happens in this episode. This recap definitely took some blue chew. It goes hard and it goes big. Uh, we begin. Okay, serious. The stamina serious on this. Serious thing. time. Serious time. Oh, serious time. <laughs> because we begin 
with our long-awaited introduction to Tywin goddamned Lannister. The fucking legend. Who is simultaneously skinning a stag, schooling Jamie, and just generally being a total boss. Generally. Uh, generally. He tells Jamie that family and legacy are what is truly important, and he's giving Jamie half the Lannister army to attack River Run. They are big mad at Catelyn. Uh, at King's Landing, Ned and Cersei have a chat in the gardens about how Ned knows that her children are bastards. He tells her to take her children and run because Bobby B will try to kill them. Cersei tells him he should have taken the crown for himself, that when you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. That is the name of the show and the episode title in one sentence. It's a bargain. <laughs> it's a new new high. It's almost like it's important. Almost like it is. Uh, next, speaking of important, we get a totally necessary scene where Littlefinger teaches a few of his ladies how to bang. Uh, and he tells how us to finger bang. How to finger bang. Uh, and he also tells us the story, which we already know and have heard about how he loves Cat. Dude, don't don't get me on this. And how he just wants to screw people over and get everything there is. And also, he pretty much calls Cat ugly at some point, which just seemed uncalled for. Yeah. At uh, at Winterfell, a very important scene, by the way. That last one, not this one. This doesn't matter. Winterfell, Theon decides that he needs to be a dick uh, and assert his authority over the captured wildling uh, Osha. Uh, but he sucks at that, like everything else. Uh, Maester <laughs> Lewin comes in and tells Osha that... And Osha tells him that the White Walkers weren't gone, were only sleeping, and that they are awake now. Uh, at the wall, uh, John's uncle, Benjen, his horse comes back riderless. Does that bode well? The new recruits are ready to be sworn in as full brothers of the Night's Watch and assigned their order. Sam and John are sent to the stewards, much to John's dismay, as he wanted to be a ranger so he could find his uncle. John is assigned to be Lord Commander Mormont's personal steward, and he is furious. Until Sam reasons with him and convinces him that he is being groomed for command. Back at King's Landing, we find out that Bobby B got tore up real bad by a boar while they were out hunting, and he won't live long. Robert wants to talk to Ned alone and has him write his last decree that Ned will serve as Lord Regent and rule till Joffrey comes of age. Ned... Very sneaky Ned here writes rightful heir, the super sleuth himself, rightful heir in place of Joffrey. Bobby B also regrets sending assassins after Daenerys and tells Ned to stop it if he can. Robert asks to give him medicine for the pain and to let him die. Barristan tells Ned that Bobby B was reeling from too much wine and blames himself for not protecting him. Varys makes a point of the fact that Lancel, the king's squire, was giving him plenty of wine and tells Ned that it's too late to call back the orders to kill Daenerys. 
Speaking of Daenerys, she's trying to talk to Call Drogo about going across the Narrow Sea and uh, taking back her seat, or her kingdom, as she says. Drogo's having none of it, because he's cool and smart. Uh, in the market, Jorah finds out that he has been pardoned and can go home. Then saves Daenerys from a wine merchant slash assassin guy that tries to poison her. Back at King's Landing, Renly tries to talk to Ned uh, about Cersei and her children and taking her into custody right away before she's had time to prepare. Ned asks about Stannis, and Renly basically says, yeah, nobody likes that guy. Everybody likes me, so I should totally be king. <laughs> it's totally legit. Totally legit. Ned refuses, saying he won't dishonor Robert's last hours alive. What a guy. What a guy. Ned sends a letter to Stannis and then tells Littlefinger that the queen <clears throat> has more men than him and that he needs the city guards on his side. Littlefinger says that they will listen to him because he's master of coin and he's the one who pays them. Back at the wall, John and San, San, Sam, I might be having a stroke. Who's that? Strong, James names. <laughs> John and Sam say their vows in front of a weirwood tree and are now full brothers of the Night, Night's Watch and full hard as well. John's direwolf ghost finds himself a lovely human hand. Just lovely. Across the narrow sea, Jorah tells Danny that King Bobby B's assassins will never stop hunting her and her son. Drogo comes in and gets real hard, I mean, riled up, little, little that boat. someone, <laughs> I got real hard, sorry. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry, someone... that was me. <laughs> someone tried to kill his boo thing and screams out his pledge to cross the narrow sea and take the seven kingdoms. He doing a lot of screaming. Oh, yeah. Dude. And I am... So into it. And I'm also doing a lot of screaming. <laughs> Back once more to King's Landing, where Ned is having a nice walk when a messenger tells him that the legend, Bobby B, has died. Pour one out for our guy. Bobby B. Quote, King Joffrey commands his presence in the throne room. Ned enters the throne room with Littlefinger, Varys and the commander of the City Watch, who say they are behind him. Renly and Sir Loras have fled the city. Ned presents the paper with King Robert's final decree, which Cersei promptly tears up and throws it away. As of nothing. Just, she don't care. Yeah, what even Barrison's like, uh, okay. <laughs> Cersei tells Ned to bend the knee, and Ned's like, I can't, I got stabbed in the knee. Uh, <laughs> true. It's true. Ned tells his men to take her and Joffrey into custody just as the fight is about to break out the city watch turns on Ned's guards and slaughters them all Littlefinger holds a dagger to Ned's throat saying that he did tell him not to trust him it was a ruse it was a ruse Oh boy, that was a That's lot. That's a big episode. That's such. How did they jam so much into this episode? We were north, we were south, we were east, we were, we were west. They were in the west. A little the experience tyrant. jamming a lot into a little little place. Okay. 
What? Um, what an episode. I'm talking about gummy bears in my mouth, dude. Yes, no, obviously. Everyone knew that. Um, it's, it's a hell of an episode. There's so much that we will probably miss because there's just too much to talk about. Yeah. But there's a lot that we need to talk about because... We we discussed briefly last week how it's kind of, you know, a bit of a not the best episode in season one. It's fine. It's got its moments. But boy, do things kick off here in a big way. And um, I feel like I can't go any further without saying, Zach, I have a nomination for best scene um, to go into the queue for best scene in the series. And is this uh, Tywin's it, intro? It is our first scene of the episode where we get our introduce introduction introduction Tywin goddamn Dude. Lannister yeah i would second that played by charles dance uh incredible casting the freaking legend you know we lose one legend this episode only to be granted another it is truly like just I don't know the word I'm looking for. It's it's meant to be, maybe that's what I'm trying to say. This this scene is so good. Uh I have to ask you though, because this has bothered me for a long time, but I don't know if I've ever asked you this. Okay. Is he like really legitimately skinning that deer? Yes. It, it sure looks like he is. Yeah, no, he he's he's skinning an actual deer. So badass. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, I was like, I don't know how they could fake this. This this just looks like he's legitimately skinning this deer and also acting out of his mind and just being so goddamn cool. You know, Jamie has been one of the biggest, you know, he swings a big dick in this show, for sure. In every scene he's in, he is the one that is making the quips putting people down i'm the coolest guy around and yet in this instance he is getting absolutely his ass handed to him by charles dance and his father and this scene is so good yeah it's yeah so dude good. it's it, like it just it lives up to the expectations that we've had yes. set throughout the whole season so far we've just heard whispers of like man this guy like, yeah, uh, you know, I'm half I'm half a kingdom in debt to, to Tywin Lannister. Uh, people are scared to do things because of Tywin Lannister. And we, we just see this constant theme around his name that is like, this guy's not to be fucked with. Yeah. And Catelyn and by proxy Ned have fucked with him. Uh, just poor decisions. <laughs> and it's it, it, it it's not. Knowing the size of this man's um Willie. Well, I was gonna say uh brain. Oh sure. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> <laughs> um it's 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 not a good look for our for our, our people in the north, man. No. It's not a good like, look this guy you, getting involved. You see this dude who again is just like Jamie has been such a baller to this point, but he is just like an ant next to a giant. Don't get me wrong. Nikolai Costa-Waldo is fantastic in this scene. That's not what I'm saying. Like, sure, right. His right, acting right. is fantastic. I'm talking about the character hierarchy here. It's like, Iwin is in charge. Um, 
one of my favorite parts is when uh, I can't even remember the Hyman says something to him, like insults him in some way. And he just goes like, while he's continuing to skin this stag, uh, is symbolism, am I right? Um, he goes, symbology, bro. Symbology. He goes, you're going to say something clever. Go on, say something clever. And it's just like, <laughs> dude, it's just, he's already dead. Stop kicking the poor man. Um, He's so cool, but I I have to call out, like I said, Nikolai Kosterwalda too, because the way he delivers when when Tywin is talking to him about like, no, you want people to think that you don't care what they think, but you do. Doesn't it bother you when they whisper Kingslayer behind your back? And Jamie's delivery of the line, of course it bothers me. I love the way like especially just that honesty especially on a rewatch too yeah it's yeah. i mean it holds a lot of weight regardless yes but oh boy especially on a rewatch guys if if this if this is your first time watching game of thrones and you are following along the podcast first off we love you and thank you but second and also you're welcome um <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome you're fucking welcome okay okay uh but second, like, go. I, this is a lot to ask if this is your first time watching, but go watch it again. Watch the whole show again. I mean, just it's just so keep dude. this in line. Keep this vulnerability and this honesty from Jamie here because this will come back up in a another extremely good scene. Spoiler. Uh... But it's You're just supposed like, to say spoiler before. I know, sorry. Yeah, it's it's just I all I said was it's a good scene. Um Okay. Man, they're back and forth here. It's just like like you said, like we've been building, building for six episodes about time and Lannister, time and Lannister, time and Lannister. And there is zero part of this where it's like disappointing. Like he exceeds every expectation possible. Oh yeah. Uh, the casting, I have to call out again. Charles Dance was born to play this role, I feel like. And he absolutely crushes it. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, I, um, it, there, there's not a lot of people, I think, that are more natural to a role yeah. than... There's actually it's two it's actually it's two people in this in this series, and, I, and I'm talking across the board like mm-hmm. er, everything I love. Other shows too, even like two people in this show. Man, I I may not, I may even have to add a third. The two that I'm thinking about originally are Charles Dance as Tywin and Mark Addy mm-hmm. as Robert Baratheon, but Maisie Williams as Arya could yeah. be up there as well. Yeah. Um, but the when I when I think of people who are born to play a role, I'm thinking about like uh like Gandalf. Sure. I mean, um yeah. uh, what's Ian Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen. Sir Ian uh, McKellen, sorry, sir. Sir, yeah, right. I know you right, watch right, right, these. Right. Sorry, sir, sir. <laughs> sorry. But sorry. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> so it's it's just like that's that's some insane company to be in. Like yeah. there are 
there's not a lot of people that are just literally built for that. This this is going to sound like her hyperbole, and maybe it is, but for me personally, I don't think there is like a specific casting for a specific character better than this one, like in any show ever. Like, he's just... When I see Charles dance in like anything now, oh, Tyron Lannister, what's up, dude? Please, right, right, please. Right. I'm sorry. I, whatever I did or whatever you think I might have done, I'm sorry. I just want to apologize to him because he's terrifying. Also, uh, he's just so intimidating. He's so wob. He's just like you know, lion does not concern himself with the opinions of sheep. Just everything that comes out of this man's mouth is just like badass and just like I own the world, which he kind of sort of he owns a lot of Westeros to be. Yeah, yeah, he does. He backs it up uh, in a big way. Um, So we should probably just talk about tywin for the next like half an hour and they call it a day right yeah that's what i was thinking were you not planning on doing that already well i mean i was i just wanted to make sure we're on the same page yes 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 definitely um no we should i could talk about tywin all day but we there's a lot to get to in this episode so we should probably uh move on what 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 stood out to you in this episode besides besides that obviously zach um Okay, well, just because there's so much good that is in this episode, um, I want to talk about my guy, Littlefinger. Hell yeah. Just this fucking guy, dude. The way he just inserts Ao, play with her ass in between a like a full it's... fucking monologue is so okay. funny and ridiculous. We can't talk about this scene for too long because it's so unimportant and so much important happens. Right, no, no, no. In this I episode. know, I know. But at the same time, we can't not address this scene because it is even more bizarre every time I watch it. Yeah. It's just yeah, like yeah. so out of place. It, it, and it's again, like, okay. his so delivery fascinates me. I am fascinated by the I way. Hate, I hate him. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> Just okay, like the, the whole t- teaching them. That's one thing, cause like that is his business. That is his business. Like that is that is literally his business. So okay, fine, maybe. But also, he teaches them. Says, "All right, go go on, get to it." Also, I'm gonna tell you my life story. So bizarre. unprompted, this dude just goes into it, and in the middle of his shit, he's literally like. Yeah, I love this woman. Uh, play with her ass, and then and then I, I fucking challenge her brother, like or her husband or whatever. I she must I, be very beautiful. No, not really. <laughs> not really, actually. She's fucking ugly as shit. <laughs> no, not really. She's kind of an ugly bitch. Dude, it's so ridiculous, man. It is absurd. If if this was like the first we were hearing of this incident, I could be like, okay, they're giving us exposition in a weird way, fine. But we already know this story. Yeah, we've heard it earlier in the season. This is so unnecessary for us to get his life story again. The only part of it that we haven't heard is like his ambition, like at the end, where it's like you know, it's foreshadowing that he will do whatever it takes to get whatever he wants. 
I feel like we could kind of already sense that, honestly, but he basically just states straight up like, yeah, I'm going to fuck people and I will do anything to get everything that I want, which is everything. So that's me. Hey, play with her ass. <laughs> it, it's, yeah, hey, play with her ass. Hey, make sure, make sure to get that finger in. <laughs> Dude. Hey, look, watch, it's going to wink at you. Watch, look, if you do it right, it'll wink at you. Oh, Dude, shit. The, the, the thing that's, uh, like, another thing to add to the ridiculousness of this scene is that, like, the chick that Roz is doing her shit with uh-huh. reaches a fucking climax, like, as the story finishes. It's just, like, it's just so... So Ridiculous. Good. No. <laughs> no. No, I'm doing that's the little figure line. Oh, okay, okay. It's just okay. so good. <laughs> Sound just like so my weird, head. dude. I, I'm fascinated, but I can't get enough of it, honestly. <laughs> dude, I hate it so much. Um let's let's pivot to th- this as much as I am get I, I ranted and raved about Awen because he is a fucking baller in that first scene. Um, my dark horse, big, maybe MVP of this episode. I love Sam so much in this episode. Um, the scene where they are, you know, being assigned, being assigned their order. Well, first when Mormont is uh, giving them like the speech about like your brothers of the night's watch now and this and that and. Sam, who is terrified of everything, stands up in front of the Lord Commander and everyone else and is like, hey, can I go to the, you know, to the say my vows in front of the Weirwood tree too? Right. And Sir Alistair, who hates him and he, he is also terrified of, like calls him out and is like, why would you forsake the gods of your house? Yeah, he's, he's like, D- does House Tarly... Yeah, right. House Tarly serve the old gods. And he's and like, nah, dude, the old gods like, have no. never, I mean, the new right. gods have never fucking answered shit, so. And he says, the Night's Watch is my house now. And it's just like, the Night's Watch does not deserve you, Sam. You are so pure, and I love you. Yeah. And then on top of that, he talks John down off the ledge, because John is big pouty mode here. When yeah. he gets assigned to the stewards because he was so sure he was going to be a ranger and he's the best fighter and he's the best uh, writer and all this shit. And Sam is just like, dude, he's don't you see what's happening? He's grooming you for command, bro. Like he wants you to be the yeah. next Lord Commander. Basically, this is only good for you. And he 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 convinces John. And all that is very good. <laughs> Maybe the part I love the most is when John is talking about like things not being fair, and we get the little backstory from Pip where he oh, lied about he lied about why he's actually right, there. Right, uh-huh. He supposedly stole a wheel of cheese to feed his starving sister when actually some dude tried to grab his wee wee, and he was like, "Nah." Uh, wait, Sam. Pip is pouring his heart out, and Sam just go like about this whole story, and Sam just goes. You sing me a song, Pip. I love songs. <laughs> it's just so good. Pip just like, all right, I'm out. I'll yeah, it's like, screw you guys. I'm out of here. 
Um, uh, I love Sam. Dude, so speaking of Sam, in, in this scene, uh, t- two thi- or in this whole sequence, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, two things, all of what you said plus these. Right, sure. Uh, first off, he calls out John for brooding while they're sitting while they're sitting listening to to Mormont and he's like dude you're you're allowed to look happy you know and John's like i just want to find my uncle yeah he's like don't don't you know who i am i'm a brooding motherfucker from the north <laughs> true uh and then and then after he Sam, is way more cheerful than he has any right to be also at like all times yeah, and i love yes. sam for that so he's like, Sam, he's like, oh, it's it's not the this... most onerous thing, but at least there's food. I'll be in the stewards. He's uh, so at the end of this whole thing, when when he says that he's gonna uh, go to the weirwood tree, uh. and John kind of like looks at him, and Sam goes, <laughs> like just like a... it's so cute, dude. It's so My good. fucking guy. I Nobody Sam. deserves Sam. Nobody he's, does he's deserve Sam. Uh. Also, quick shout out to his line where he tells John that he always wanted to be a wizard. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where John's like, I just, I always wanted to be a ranger. And Sam's like, well, dude, I always wanted to be a wizard. So, you know, <laughs> what, what are you going to do? Life happens. Yeah, man. He's so good. I love Sam to death. So, so then we get the, uh, we have the, the whole actual ceremony at the the weirwood tree mm-hmm. and uh ghost comes back I, dude i couldn't remember ghost's name i was like, like summer gray wind nymeria <laughs> he's literally white my dude <laughs> yeah i know right um so ghost comes back with his hand Mm-mm. and uh hey that's important that that might be set up for something that's if, coming. If this is your first time, you should probably remember that. Yeah, that's probably important. Um, we also get them saying their Night's Watch vows, which I, I love the Night's Watch vow. Right. It's a cool vow. And, um, and Sam not being able to get up on his own. <laughs> 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 Sam's so good. And he just has this cheery-ass smile. Like, Dude, ah, he's yeah. way, like I said, he's so much happier than he has like any right to be. Yep. After the horrible backstory we got with him and his father, the dude's just like, he's making the best of his situation. And like, how can you not love that? Ugh. Yeah. Um, real quick shout out here, and then I'll let you go with whatever you want to hit on next. Uh, dude, Theon fucking sucks. He sucks so much. Yeah, I I said it last time, but more and more on rewatch, I'm like, dude, I hate this guy. Just yeah, he just not, goes he's not great. He just goes and is like giving all this shit to Osha for just no reason other than he wants to make himself feel important. And yeah. Lewin like comes in and just immediately calls him on all his bullshit, which hell yeah, good on you, Lewin. Love you, dude. Uh it's just, that dude sucks. That's all I have to say. Yeah, see, he this, sucks. this is like this is where Ooh, how do I say this right? Um this yeah, is be careful. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. This is where many people would probably be like, well, like, think about his past, right? Like yeah, how sure. I did with Harry. Yeah. In our yeah, Harry yeah, Potter yeah, yeah. series, which I get. Um but 
Harry at least is built in a way that you're like, hey, you're supposed to care about this guy. Like Theon's well, just a fucking schmuck, dude. Also, their their upbringings are very different. To be fair, like right. Harry was treated like shit as a child, and yes, Theon was away from his home and a hostage of war. But everything we have heard, everything we know, was he was treated very well. Like Ned raised him amongst his own sure children. So it's like, dude, you have no legit right to be like shitty as you are right right like right. why are you giving this poor wildly prisoner girl like so much shit like trying to prove what a big man you are like just fuck off i oh yeah that guy's really pissing me off zach i don't I blame say. you man he's yeah. not great he's not great at all yeah for sure um oh i did have one other note on the night's watch thing sorry i keep going back to this no. uh Dude, just a quick thing. Alistair's look at John when Mormont reads that he's going to be a steward is yeah, dude. so fucking funny. He's it's so mean, dude. Diabolical. He, he's just... such a dick. He is. Yeah, uh, quick shout out while we're... I had one more thing about Sam while we're north of the wall here or at the wall. Uh, Sam just randomly being like, Skulls. Not even like talking to them, just hearing them laugh. Just <laughs> looking at him. Just looking at him. He's so great. I love him to death. Um Okay, so I do want to Do we give... get to the the meat of this episode or do you want to hit the Daenerys stuff first? I yeah, I was gonna make a quick comment on the uh, on the Daenerys stuff. Um So This is even as my first time watching, like I know now I have some bias because I'm not a huge Danny fan, but even my first time watching, I, I always checked out a little bit in the scenes in the East. Uh, everything that happens in the East in this episode, I think is the most intrigued uh, I was sure. watching the first time. And even now on rewatch, I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is fun. This is cool. Shit's happening. I yes. like it. Um, so ha definitely had to point that out. Give credit where it's due. Um, dude, I, I love Jorah, man. Jorah is so good. See, I, I actually had a note about how, like, I want to like Jorah more, but he Mont? does enough to where I'm also like, what are you doing, dude? Like, he's playing okay, I, both I, I sides in this way that. Normally, I kind of like that kind of thing. I like that kind of character where they're playing both sides, playing both angles. But it's like he's got so much foot in like Daenerys' camp on on the surface. What it looks like, he's like oh, loyalty like, means everything to me. This is the kind me. of thing you like to see from from Littlefinger, from Varys, sure. not not from Mormont, right? Which, the same way that you wouldn't like to see this from Ned. Correct, exactly. And it's just like, dude, like. You're over there, like, kind of, like, getting this, telling, like, oh, no, you know, you're, I'll go get my letters by myself. Because he wants, like, you know, he is feeding information. It's kind of, they never, like, I, I guess they do kind of explicitly. I think on first watch, I didn't really catch how much it I was, like, either. that Jorah was feeding Varys information, you know? Yeah, I had no um, idea. Yeah, I think I missed that on first watch probably because i'm an idiot because rewatching it now i'm like oh he just straight up says it but it's, it's easy it's e dude there's there's so much to yeah digest. it's it, easy to to miss that type of shit it is one of those things that's easy to miss and 
just the way he is constantly professing like how he's Daenerys's dude and like his loyalty and all this then going into the marketplace and sending various letters and getting these pardons and all this shit I'm just kind of like man I want to like you Jorah but dude right. what are you doing sometimes yeah I mean I think like filling in the space in my own head uh is is kind of like this like I I think that Jorah's like hey if I give them enough information I'll get my pardon and mm-hmm. I can go home. Right. He gets his pardon. And yes, he knows like hey like there will probably be attempts on on her life and and he is trying to actively advise her on that like hey like you're going to have to be looking over your shoulder your whole life um but we know that his priority has been going home. Right. And I just think I think that we see him make the decision. Um in this episode when when the merchant kind of that turn yeah yes like the i mean full... it, it even like zooms like it's yeah. it is an obvious like moment of intense like um i, I don't know dilemma i guess uh yeah. no for, you're right for, for mormont and and he makes his his decision I, I i do agree that it's it's weird to see him playing that but like, he makes a decision and that that carves his path for the rest of his stay on the show. That's true. That's true. Um, um, yeah. But I do like just, Jordan, I, I, but... I like the way, the reason I said I love Mormont is the way that he handles the situation with the merchant yeah, is so badass. Cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's so fucking cool. He's, he knows what he's doing. Um, uh, it's pretty cool and, scene. And to finish off the stuff in the East, the only other note I have there is that, uh, dude, Jason Momoa's performance, like, like take it, away man. take away the jokes about like the boobs and and how hot he is and his ass although those things do apply mm. his performance during during Drogo's pledge scene is fucking intense dude my it's my so dude good. is fired up he is into it it's so good dude it's like, very good can, can you I mean seriously like aside from just watching this as like as a consumer like. Imagine being on that set. Like, how do you, how do you, like, how do you interact with that energy, dude? That's insane. Just so much spit, too. Just so (laughs) much spittle flying out of his, dude. He is so into it. He is just spraying, like, the cameras, the the extras. That poor dude that's tied to the post gets a a full face full of his spittle. He is letting it rip. It is phenomenal. I do. I'm 100% with you like that that energy that he's bringing to that scene is fucking so crazy. phenomenal. Um I won't be too much of a Debbie Downer about this but it's just like this scene where she's like trying to talk Drogo into taking the Seven Kingdoms is the start of okay, this is the Daenerys that I truly dislike. It's like, what do you care about the Seven Kingdoms? You call it your home. You were there as a baby for an extremely short amount of time. It is definitely not your home. Whatever you think you deserve, whatever you think is like your rightful place. Right. It's like you have you you have a happy you got a son on the way. You love called Drogo. You're a queen in the Dothraki Sea. Like, why are you trying to retake the Seven Kingdoms? I just, 
That was Viserys's thing. Viserys was an idiot. She fully acknowledges that now. Why does she still care? This is you something know, that I, has I always bugged I, me. I, I will say, just I guess more to play devil's advocate a little bit, and since there's not somebody on our podcast who will willingly speak for her, I will. True, fair. Um, I don't think that she's ever been against wanting to go back to Westeros and wanting all those things. Like she's been told about it since she was young. She, no, I'm not saying to, she's against it. I'm saying, why is she for it? What is the reasoning well, for it? I mean, I don't know, man. Think about, I mean, think about how anybody's affected by the way that they're raised. Like, she was raised being told, like, that's her, that's her home. That's her, and the yeah, reason that she's on run, like, although, yes, she obviously has something better now, and it would make more sense, I, I would imagine that it's probably hard to just turn that switch off of being like, well, hey, I have always wanted that. And now I might have a means. The means to do it. Sure. Yeah. And I, I suppose the argument can also be made is that she can't feel safe and truly happy with assassins looking over right. her shoulder, you know, assassins coming after her. Yeah. I, I will I will hear that argument and be like, okay, but there's the part of me where Drogo is just like, Let's hey, let's just why are you don't speak to me anymore about this iron chair and these wooden horses and all this shit. And he's like, yeah, I don't care about any of that. Like I you mean, that, are, that would you are the mood of my decision. life. What? Right. That would be the more logical decision, right. of course. And that's that's the part of this that this is where I feel like I'm beginning to be like, oh, what are you doing? The right. decisions it, that it you make. Be a game of thrones though if she didn't make that decision true. big true a valid point there uh anything more in the east before we get to um oh yes the the guy the the merchant that tries to poison her uh, super super quick sidebar on this guy <laughs> this guy looks like uh he always has reminded me of i forget his name but he's in the guy in super bad that hits Jonah Hill with the car. Seth <laughs> uh, Rogen? No, 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 no. Oh, I don't. No, he's like squirrely. Um, he's the I one that seen, like I haven't seen Superbad in probably like ten, fifteen years. Whenever that came out, basically, he he's the one. He's a fucking weirdo. Like he, they run into him and like they go to the party and he's like, yeah, no, I know these guys. They're totally cool, but he he doesn't actually know them and like he gets his ass beat. I you could be. Oh, making my this up. I do not. God, I'm telling you, dude. I do not remember super bad, dude. It's been a long time. Guy, are you talking about McLovin? I remember McLovin that that hit Seth with car. Um, <laughs> his name is Evan. No, that's Michael Sarah. His name, his name's not Evan. This <laughs> Jolo Trujillo. Look him okay. up. Look him up. Look him up <laughs> right, right this second. That you are wasting my time on this. Jolo Trujillo. Uh, how are you? How do you spell this? J O space L O space. Yeah. T R U G I L O. Oh, yeah, that guy. Dude looks just like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I know him more from other stuff. He's the, uh, he's like the teacher in Pineapple Express. 
that uh, <laughs> that Seth Rogen's like, why don't you mind your own business, you weird little fucker? Oh, yeah. teacher, you can't talk to me that way. Uh, okay, sure. I do know who this is. That's Hell who yeah. it reminds you of. Yeah, he just looks like him. He just has like the, the I don't know, something about him. You are him. such a weird son of a I bitch. I thought that was going to be a, a quick sidebar, but you didn't it know was, who it was. Yeah, yeah, it was not. Um, An actually quick sidebar, before, I swear I promise we're going to get to King's Landing eventually. Uh, One more thing in the north uh, are my fucking dude, um, Mace Raymond, gets a oh. baller of a line here where John is brooding and John's like, take me for a servant. And Maester Eamon comes back with the, we took you for a man of the Night's Watch, but perhaps we were wrong in that. And I'm like, oh, Maester Eamon from the top rope, dude. Oh, he's great. I love yeah, him. Yeah, Maester Eamon fucks. Maester Eamon absolutely fucks. Uh, had to call that line out. Uh, are we ready for the beast that is yes, King's yes. Landing? So, Holy so shit. I just want to give you a friendly heads up. I don't have, I don't have a set list of like notes on this because there's sure. so much. Yeah, like it's just gonna be open discussion about all this shit in King's Landing. Right. Well, maybe we, maybe we jump into this by uh, introducing what our what our counter is for this episode. Because this is where it all takes place. Uh, this is going to be the Ned fucks up counter. Um, because I think you and I both loved Ned, right? Like, yeah, oh, we yeah. like Ned. We, we, we love Sean Bean. Of course. I think Ned's a cool character. You have but, to have humility about the people you love. Right. About the things uh, you love. But boy, is he just fucking up at every twist and turn in this episode. Oh yeah. Um, big time. Um, shall we start with, uh, Nen Cersei's little chat in the garden? Yeah, that's, that's number one that I have. By the way, yeah. how many do you have? Uh, so I think I had, what did I finish with? Seven? Yeah, seven. I have okay, seven I times. had, I have five solid ones. It could easily be seven though. Okay. Cause one I have before even this chat with Cersei this one's a little odd. It's kind of ties back into more last episode, but at the start of the episode, Jamie's reading his message to Tywin where he's yanking the lion's tail. And my first fuck up is, yo, he actually sent that message to Tywin. Like, dude. what are you doing, my dude? Right. I right, thought that right. was a joke. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's I mean, my hey, first It one. earned him a spot on the, uh, on the who be thrown in list. It though, so. did. It was big dick energy. Maybe not smart dick energy, but it was <laughs> big dick energy. So that's my first one, and then obviously, dude warns Cersei. He warns yeah, man. Cersei. He's like, dude, imagine, imagine being at like a world poker tournament and literally showing your hand to your opponent. Hey and guys, being like, here's what I'm gonna play. I got two jacks. Here's what I'm playing. Oh, uh, yeah. Ned, this this is a really good scene, by the way. Yeah. Like, they're back and forth. Lena Headey's and Sean Bean's is fantastic. But what are you doing, my dude? Just fucking up, dude. That's what he's doing. I love her line, of course. You, when you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. There is no in-between. She is in it to win it. In case you couldn't tell, Cersei is in it to win it. Uh, it's yeah. good, man. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a good scene. It's less of good Ned job. Ned job. Good Ned job. Yep. Good Ned Hell job. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's and then next? Next is the scene when he's doing the appointments, right? Uh, no, wait, that's last scene. That's last. Yeah, scene. no, the next episode, scene is where Bobby B gets torn up, right? Yes. Um. So yeah, R.I.P. to our boy. He, he I, I don't think he can survive being number one on the list this week if he can't survive the episode. Just I mean, <laughs> we may have to make a case, but no, we might. We will probably try, but uh, you know, dude. Put, Putting the also, cart before the horse here. Fucking Ned. I feel like his entire time in King's Landing has, like, all his scenes have been, like, him being pulled in seven different directions. Yeah. Like, he, like his scenes are always, he's walking, and then somebody comes up and is like, Hey! Bah! Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, well, okay, gotta go to that. Like, yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's so fucking bad. Um... We do get the a couple last few amazing lines from Bobby B with the titles, t- titles, titles. I'd say that's the other one that we quote the most often, you and I. Titles, um, titles, titles, titles. Yeah. You know the damn words. Um, but yes, so basically Robert wants him to serve as Lord Protector. And my third fuck up here, I understand why he did it. He did not want to cause his friend, his dying friend, more pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my second one also. But not he's... Telling- Still should have told Robert. Yes. Uh, that's that's my third because I have the the sending the message. Right, type. right, right. Um, what are you doing, dude? Like, I get where you're coming from, but you can't warn Cersei and then also not follow through and tell Robert. Right, right. I mean, he was hoping that that she would take that and run, though. Right, which obviously she didn't. He walked in the room, and there she was with Joffrey. Right. So at that point, you got to be like, hey, that's not your kid, bro. Yeah. It's yeah, not yeah, your yeah. kid. Um, um, okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to crown Renly here uh, for... Most logical? No, uh, actually... For the king of... Wait, hold on. You think he's logical? A little bit. I mean, his plan is sound. His reasoning for it is maybe not so much. His his plan is okay. I was just going to say, like, this dude needs to go to, like, a salesmanship, like, conference. Like, his his presentation, he's like... It's a little laggy. He's not a king. I am. I am. He's big on gassing himself up. Like that's what he's good at. It's like, he's hey, like, dude, I'm, I'm have you checked shaved. me out? Have you I'm seen me? I'm pretty rad. <laughs> have you checked me out lately? You guys fucking seen this shit? You guys seen this shit? I'm pretty cool. I'm pretty cool. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Dude, yeah. Uh, that's number a, four. What a guy. Ned turning down Renly. Yep, uh, that's that's on my list. Yeah, like Ned, like. You know, you already know that you don't have the men to match Cersei because we're going to see you tell Littlefinger that in the next scene. And here you are being like, nah, I don't need your hundred men. Well, you know what's you know, what's funny, though, is. I'm sure Ned knows that, like he has the knowledge of that, but he's not thinking about it until Renly says it. Sure. Yeah. Until Renly's like, yo, shit's going to go down because of this, dude. Yeah. Um, 
quick shout out to Varys. <laughs> who is like, and who was giving the king his wine? Oh, how, oh. how good of the boy to make sure his king did not lack for refreshment. I hope he doesn't blame himself. Oh. And Ned's like over there just like, shit. And Barristan <laughs> just looks lost as hell. Barristan's like, what is happening? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it. Ned is literally like, oh, yeah. oh fuck, dude. Barris is like so blatantly obvious. Barristan is just confused, and Ned's like, oh fucking shit, it was the Lannisters. <laughs> so good. I mean, it's bad, but it's. Good. I would love to see the fucking like the wheels turning. Yes, in Ned's head. We need. Like, it's like oh. they do the zoom in. It's the monkey like playing in the symbols <laughs> just inside Ned's head. <laughs> I love you, Ned. We're giving you a lot of hate this episode, but damn, son. Um. So then, number five. Yeah, he asked Littlefinger for help. Um. Well, so I have I have my next one is denying Littlefinger's plans. Okay, sure. And then trusting Littlefinger to help. So two separate ones. Uh, yeah, that's uh my seventh one is he fucking trusted Littlefinger. Um, and he the, did warn him not to trust him. He did warn him. Uh, my last one is he just bides his sweet ass time until Robert dies. He's literally just having himself a walk when they when the guy comes up to tell him that Robert has died. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you actually doing? I will not dishonor Robert's memory by dragging children out of their beds. I, I, just, Ned, you're you're so... You're fuck too damn Robert's honorable memory, for your own dude. good. What? It's like, fuck Robert's memory. Yeah. Like, if you, if you fuck this up, dude, like... That's people fucking are gonna be his talking memory. about your memory and your kid's memory. Like, come on, bro. Um, this final scene in the throne room is very good. It is really Cersei good. just ripping that paper up. She doesn't care. Poor Barristan, still confused. Dude, those were the, those to were this the king's day, words. <laughs> those were the king's words. And Cersei just cold blooded. We have a new king now. Um, she is in prime form. And Barristan's face, too, he's like, Okay. Oh, shit. Dude, poor Barristan. I love you. Uh, yeah. Cersei is in prime form. Ned thinks he's got Littlefinger on his side, but the poor fool is just so mistaken. I mean, what more can we say about Ned and his constant fuck-ups this episode? Yeah, I mean, the dude just, like... Look, man, I love Ned to death. I do, but yeah, me too. him, him even being in the capital is just—it's—it's a—it's like a shark on a mountaintop. It's—it it just doesn't doesn't make sense. Boom, nailed it. It doesn't. It just doesn't make sense. It's just he—he he just does not compute. He cannot do that. Thirsty even tells him like multiple times, like when they first meet in the gardens, like, and he's of course these guys all fucked up knee and all this, and Cersei's like. Seems like the South doesn't agree with you, Lord Stark. You should go home. And then, of course, later when they're in the throne room, she's like, bend the knee and we'll let you live out, you know, your days in that frozen wasteland and all this. And it's like, obviously, at that point, I definitely I don't expect Ned to bend the knee and all this. But it's like, sure. 
she she has honestly like been more straightforward than Ned than she really needed to be. Yeah. Like she told him like basically I'm in it I mean, to she win. She was it. playing his game. Right. You know. And she's like, What about my wrath, Lord Stark? What about mine? And right. boy does she make him feel it in this episode. The poor Northmen just like cannot catch a break. Yeah, just like three episodes straight of like <laughs> just, tons of them just getting slaughtered. Just getting slaughtered constantly. Fuck, man. I feel they get they get a bad rep in this first season. I don't think a single one of them ever wins a fight. Uh boy. Uh anything else you wanted to hit on? I mean, There's no, I think it's like I, I see I don't I don't think so though I mean because like look we we can talk for hours about every single interaction and everything like that but like yeah. that's a breakdown on on this episode a fucking lot happens so many things are about to be set in motion I mean so let's like actually this is what I do want to talk about let's let's look at the field here now now that shit sure. is like it is it is launching right like Full fucking send. Uh, so we have Tywin Lannister, who just gave half half the Lannister army to to Jaime to go retrieve uh, Tyrion. But you already said well, your spoiler. To it's attack, be going toward well to attack Riverrun. In the episode, he says to get your brother back. No, he says to attack Riverrun. Does he? Yeah. Sure. He says, "Take half of the army to Catelyn Stark's childhood home, and show them the Lannisters." You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You are right. You are right. I would never miss a line that Charles Dance says at time. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I should have known. Um. Okay. So you have you have half the Lannister army ready for war. By the way, real quick, Jamie's armor, his new Lannister. Oh yeah, like, and not his not his Kingsguard armor, the the like red and gold. Uh huh. So cool. So good. Yeah. Really fucking good. Oh, what a baller. Um, we have the North doing nothing. Um, you have Littlefinger controlling the City Watch, mm-hmm. who is not necessarily in bed with anybody right now, but just kind of playing Cersei's game. Yeah, I would say more in bed with Cersei than anyone else. Um, yeah, I mean, yes, but there, I, I, I just, I feel like it's presented in a way that, like, like Littlefinger calls the shots with the City Watch. Sure, not Cersei. And, yeah, I, I can see what you're saying. And and he and he chose to go against Ned because Ned didn't want to follow his plan. So for sure. for the time being, he's playing Cersei's game. Well, and also uh, he, I feel like he thinks that is his, what is best. It's always comes back to what is best for Littlefinger, right? And Ned Stark is not really what's best for Littlefinger. Sure, he's right. too you know honorable and you know all this stuff that he won't get what he wants from Ned Stark, but maybe right. he can from the Queen. Um. So, and then, I mean, of course, we can say we've got Danny in the East who yeah. now, they, like, I guess, like, they're at, riding. at this point, they ride out of Vice Stothrak. What was that? They're riding. They ride out of Vice Stothrak at the end of this episode. They're on the right. move. 
at the end of this episode, especially on the first time watching, there definitely is this feeling of like shit's happening. Big war. Big war is happening. Yes. Um and yeah, I mean like we we could have a whole fucking history lesson of all the different houses that you know are pledged to so and so, pledged to so and so. Yeah, I mean like there's titles, there's so titles. much titles, titles. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean I think I think the thing to to be aware of is that like when you see like when you say like the Lannister army, it's like that's I mean that's talking about the entire like army of the entire Westerlands. Correct. Because the Lannisters are the lords of the entire Westerlands. Yeah. So it's not just house Iron Lannister, Lannister like, is the warden of the West. Right. Um it's not just, just like, like is the, the, the Stark Guard or anything like that. It's like right. literally the entire Western nation of the right. Seven Kingdoms is is riding for, for war right now. So mm-hmm. shit is popping off. Um, obviously, we'll have a little bit more to kind of throw in the mix in an episode or two when we're talking about, you know, as all this stuff unfolds. But that's some of the coolest stuff to me. Um, we may have to spend a minute or two or maybe even a separate episode where we talk about, like, the alliances because I, I love that kind of stuff sure for sure um, yeah I, it, that stuff is like just now kind of starting and like the war specifically like you know tywin sending an army to river run is basically like you know the kicking off of the war right um and you know we will get more into that in in coming episodes but right there's I mean, there's I, always I think, more going on. Like, you know, we got forces yeah. rallying in the east and um we got maybe some shit brewing in the north. Right. Say. Maybe. Uh there's Ghost's got himself a dead hand. What's that yep. about? Trying to lend him a hand, you know? <laughs> exactly. Ghost. Trying to give like, him a round of applause. I got you guys. Hey, look at the night men of the night's watch. Hey, let me give you a hand. <laughs> uh yeah, it's an exciting time. This is a phenomenal episode. This is like the yeah. Hey, we are pivoting to the end game of this season. We are approaching the climax of this season. Yeah. Um, it's where it really starts to ramp up. So much happens. Yeah. This, but we this have... episode also gave me my first, like, shock. Gave me my first shocker. Mm, yes. Um, <laughs> of, uh, of my life, actually. Um, no, it gave me my first shock, like, watching this show the ending i was that was the first time i definitely was like oh dude this show does things different yeah yeah that's not how it was supposed to go no it's not how it was supposed no, to go no and i just feel like it's a snowball effect from this yes, <laughs> from this episode, oh that God, happens yes. again it will happen a lot uh, uh we had better we're going long here we said it might be a long one this is a big episode we gotta we gotta do some ranking here zacky boy it's time for who be thrown in? Who be thrown in? Okay. I hate. Uh, I hate. I hate doing that voice. I'm never you doing have it to, again. You have to do it all the time now. No. Um, no. 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 I hate it. Where we last left our who be thrown in at the end of episode six, uh, King Bobby B, first place, uh, probably his last time in first. Uh, not to get ahead of ourselves here. Tyrion had jumped up to two. Who be thrown in? Daenerys third. Uh, Lord Eddard Stark had jumped to four, and my boy Bronn at five. There is going to be so some movement here. I feel like 
obviously, if you die, you probably don't get to stay on the list as much as this pains me. Yep. Uh, uh, Braun and Tyrion are not in this episode, so as much as I love them, I feel like they probably have to come off the list just due to technicalities. Uh, um, Ned definitely comes off the list because he's a real dumbass. Love you, Ned. Did I just double up Braun somehow? We have this all figured out. Yeah, I got it all. Yeah, yeah, I do. I have two Brawns. <laughs> um, love them that much. Yes, I do. So, Daenerys might stay. I feel like there's a strong case for her. We can leave yeah. her there for now. Drogo um, might pop up there also. I hate to have two people from the East, but... No, I, I could see that. Um, I'm going to need to do some adding here. Do you want to do your little <laughs> song and dance? My song and dance, it goes a little to. something like this. Did you guys know that you can follow us on Twitter? You're on Instagram. So bad at this. Oh my god. Uh hit us up on the Twitter and on the Instagram at we don't want a pod. And in the link of this episode or the description of this episode, whether you're actually it's the description whether you're listening or watching, doesn't matter. There's Nailed going it. to be a link for the Discord. If you guys would like to hang out and join the community, uh shoot the shit. Um Talk about the episode, talk about the show, talk about who be thrown in, talk about who you'd put on the list. Uh, go and join that. And um, yeah, let us know what you guys think. It goes a long way. We love you. Scott, are you ready? I hope you're fucking um, ready. I'm ready, yes. Uh, I am going to absolutely put my foot down. If you disagree, I'm going to say you're an idiot. Uh, where are you, buddy? What are we talking about here? Littlefinger? Thought I was ready. I lied. Um, no? No, Littlefinger might go on there too, though. Um, Cersei? Joff? Cersei could go on there. I am talking, though, about my fucking dude. Sam Tarly. <laughs> Sam has uh, an absolute banger of God. an episode. Uh, an I, I don't agree with you. Absolute banger of an episode. I don't think I he goes on the list. I though. will fight you over this okay. one. Okay, you will and you'll lose. I will actually Hold fight on. you. Think about Sam everybody that we've, just, that we've just announced that should be on the list. We only have four currently. You want Littlefinger? That's fine. That's fine. Cersei. Cersei. Yeah. Okay. I forgot about Cersei. Joffrey. Joffrey. No. Fuck Joffrey. Joffrey has no real power. Okay. Fine. Uh, where's Cersei? Here's Cersei. Oh, that's not what I meant to do. Um, I can't think of anyone else. John. No, John's a little whiny bitch boy in this episode. Yeah, Sam. but he gets to be the steward and change sheets for, for Jor Mormont. You're the worst. It's Sam. Or I will hear the argument for Maester Eamon, even though he only has a couple lines. Uh, 
Dude, I, I don't I, think like, Paul Drogo said, oh, look, makes I it. I see what you're saying, but I just don't know that that Sam do, does an, like actually does enough to compete with the other people on this list. He does more than anyone in this episode make me love them. Not named Tywin Lannister. And also, that's a little fear mixed in. I'm terrified of it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, all right. Look, let let's let's let's. I don't think called Drogo. Who I goes think on the top. I think it's Tywin or Cersei. I think it's Cersei. I I will. I can shake on Cersei. I'll agree to that. I think Tywin has to be second. Though, who is the real power here? Is it Cersei? Well, see, here's here's. Am I getting ahead of myself? You're 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 speaking with the perspective of rewatch. Yeah, sure, that's fair. All right, so Cersei won. And when you're good with it too. Yes. That's a very convincing. Who would you put there? Man, I I kind of think that either Drogo or Danny could be argued for two. Yeah, I just took Drogo off. I'm, Drogo doesn't make it. <laughs> I don't know, man. You can only have one from the East. I will only give you one. Okay, so but pick... you get to have two Lannisters? You will want Cersei at number one. <laughs> I'm just saying, if we're doing I'm one, I'm telling per, you right like, now, this man, I have control of the mouse here. He is not coming off this list. Remember, this is what we've wanted to be. Sam does not have to be in a position of power to be be thrown in. He just yeah, has he, to be rad, and he but is, he's not he's not making moves or anything. He's yeah, just a nice matter. guy. Absolutely, uh, excuse you. He is making moves. He gets John to stay in the Night's Watch and. Not to talk about things too down the line, but how important is that? I don't know, Scott. Why is that important? I mean, it's pretty important. It's <laughs> all I'm going to say. Uh, he wants to be a wizard. We need to put a wizard on the list. Who's the other person? I can't even see. Uh, it's Littlefinger. Who you wanted. Yeah, I mean, I think Littlefinger... Littlefinger has for he like for everything he's been conspiring and his capabilities could have been argued to be on the list for several episodes. We finally are seeing it happen now, though, like the pull and the power that he has. And he's executing. I agree, which is why I think this is the list. The only change I could see making is flip flopping Littlefinger and Daenerys because Littlefinger is now, he's always kind of been thrown adjacent. Uh, Daenerys is still a long ways off. Yeah, she's making moves, but she's still well, a long ways she, off. Hold on. Well, you're talking, I mean, he's thrown adjacent to the actual Iron Throne, but right. she is like. That's that's the picture we've got here. She's ascending the, rate, the, the ranks here. Okay, fair enough. All right. Uh, I'm trying to get by the technicality here. Uh, I am fine with the way this looks. Pretty okay with that. I don't know about you, but if we okay, look, feeling pretty confident in it. (laughs) All right, okay. This list is obviously 
This is our list. This week is about who we like, I guess. Well, in one instance, I feel like the rest of these are movers and shakers. But remember, so then we should. This is no, no, no. This is this is all and both. This is movers and shakers, and who's just generally rad and awesome. That is Sam this week. Also, again, I cannot overstate how important it is to Sam talk John into, you know, hanging around at the Night's Watch. John didn't say he was going to leave. He was, oh, he was going to leave. Also, big shout out to just, like, um, wanting to, like, self-improve and better yourself like Sam is. Like, he's always just like, yeah, no, I'm gonna, um, hey, why don't I try these new gods? Maybe, maybe they're more for me. I'm gonna, you know, I'm a go-getter. I'm a, I'm a steward Hashtag now. self-help motivation. <laughs> exactly. I think that needs to be, you know, acknowledged. Self-help Sam. Self-help Sam. That's pretty good. I think that needs to be acknowledged and respected. And I think I'm just gonna, yeah, I, you know what? You've convinced me, Zach. You've talked oh, to me Oh my God, it. no. You kidding. know what, buddy? I'm because... Because I love and respect you as my co-host and best Aww. friend, uh, I will concede Sam being on the list. I don't Do agree it. with it, but I will concede well, it. It's tough because it's going to happen. Uh, the other placements. I am willing to concede that he can stay at five. You're, you're welcome that I'm not pushing him to go higher. No, 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 no. See, you're just pushing the line back to make it seem like you're giving me more. Oh, 100%. 100%. Uh, the other placements. I I think I think it I think it looks good. Okay, so right now for the audio listeners, we have Cersei at number one, Highwind Lannister at number two, Daenerys at number three, uh, Littlefinger, Peter Baelish at number four, and my dude Samuel Tarly at number five. And we agree to this. Yeah, man. Yeah, agreed. So happy about this, I could tell. That is who be thrown and ah. we're leaving. Goodbye, guys. <laughs> you hate on Sam. I hate I, I don't hate on Sam. I just Obviously that... you do. No. 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 I love Sam. That's what I'm hearing. I'm I love hearing Sam. I hate Sam. If the list was who do we love, then, then Sam would be there all the time. But it the list that. is who is throning. Throning, listen, throning isn't exactly the most, like, laser accurate of adjectives, you know. Yeah, it is. No. Nah. Nah. All right. R.I.P. to Bobby B, though. His his yeah, streak dude. ended at a solid six. Four one out. I'm a solid six. Uh, <laughs> all the times. Solid six weeks in a row. At number one. Only if you measure from the bottom. <laughs> oh, good job, Bobby B, on your six-week streak at number one. The only six thing and that a could, half. The only thing that could take you down was uh, literally you dying. So good for you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, uh, that guy. was an episode. Jeez, I'm so hot, so hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're a solid six, man. It's I'm a solid six. 
You know it. You know Fuck it. Absolutely. It uh, Man, shall uh, we get out of here? Else? No. Do your like, subscribe, okay. favorite us. Leave us a comment. Right. For reals, though, tell Zach how right I am that Sam is awesome and deserves to be on this list because he is the Dark Horse MVP of this damn episode, and I refuse to accept Zach's slander of him. And if you want to take Zach's side and be like, oh, he's Sam's not getting close to the Iron Throne. I don't care. It doesn't matter. This is what matters is that Sam rules. Okay. The end. But yes, for reals, though. Yeah, you um, guys are welcome to leave those comments. <laughs> leave uh... those comments. <laughs> uh, tell Zach what a duty head he is. Uh, I hate you. And subscribe. Well, you know, there'll be another one soon. Another episode. Yeah. So subscribe and you'll know yeah. right when it goes up. When it goes up. Right when it goes up a solid six, you know? <laughs> what is happening? We've I've been oh. in this room too long is what's happening. Dude, yeah. Wait, no, 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 no. We've only been here for an hour. No, yeah. Oh, it's only been like an hour. Yeah, an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. That is going to do it for us. Uh, we love you guys. Thank you for watching, listening. Thank you for sharing um commenting subscribing hit, hitting the bell yeah, your grandma um hitting the sweet spot um flicking the bean right after I say thank you for all that stuff we appreciate it so much oh and be sure to tell your grandmothers i haven't said that in a while and i just said um, it huh i literally just said it you said it was I talking over you? <laughs> Probably. It doesn't matter. It's fine. Hey, tell your grandmas. Grandmas love the We Don't Want a Podcast. They also love Game of Thrones, and they love mm. a solid six. So let them know about the show. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. And we'll see you guys next time. <laughs> oh, my lord. <laughs>